0: was one of the things that I worked on, and my life was the center. But whenever you really kind of turn that around and God's in the center and everything else in your life is, is coming off of that, then that's, I think, whenever, whenever I made the biggest step as far as uh, strengthening my faith. Welcome to Behind My Journey, a podcast that is for our community. In today's episode, Matt Johnson sits down with the new host of this podcast, me, Quinn Eden. I'll be sharing a little bit of my story And we'll talk about how this podcast will work moving forward.
1: Welcome to the Behind My Journey podcast. I am your temporary host. I'll tell you more about that in a minute. My name is Matt Johnson, and I'm here with the upcoming host, Mr. Quinn Eaton. Quinn, thanks for being here.
0: I appreciate it, Matt, and I'm excited for the opportunity, so... Uh, I won't I won't interrupt you here. I'll let you go ahead and describe or get into what, what we're going to be doing today.
1: No, it's great, Quinn. We're both really excited about this podcast. And here in this inaugural one, we just want to give all of you an idea of what you can expect month to month from this. I think you're going to find this to be really inspiring. Quinn, you actually came up with the idea for this podcast and you approached us about it. I thought it was a brilliant idea. Can you just tell everybody a little bit uh, about the idea behind the podcast and what you hope to accomplish with it?
0: Right. Well, uh, I've always kind of seen myself as a. There are the different ways you hear God, and I've always seen myself as a knower. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. this idea was just planted on me. I'm. I've actually. I'm a really busy person. If you believe that or not, that's up to you. But uh, I, I was just like, okay, this is an idea. I, I might not have the time to do this, but this was laid upon my heart. I needed to share it with the journey of the church that I've uh, been going to for the past couple of years. And uh, the one, the, the idea was that I really enjoyed the videos that they would play or you guys would play before the baptisms. Yeah, Uh, yeah the My Journey stories. The My Journey stories, yeah. yeah. Um, But there was always that little piece of kind of wanting a little bit more of, you know, how they got there, maybe an extended look at, uh, Uh you know, their journey. Uh, So the idea for this podcast is to sit down and kind of get that story, the uh, more in-detail, in-depth, you know, story that they, they have as they came upon their faith and, Uh, where they are today and so I think that's going to be really interesting to sit down with different people in the community within the church outside the church even sure whoever wants to share their story can and this is going to provide a platform for that
1: yeah when you talked to me about it originally I talked to our team about it we were so excited because in our roles Quinn we get to hear so many of the stories of what God's doing in the lives of people but a bunch of it's behind the scenes and right. the people in our church who serve, who give, who uh, invite, people who are invested in what we're doing, don't always get to see the impact that they're making and how God's using them in the lives of people. And so when you start talking about this, I thought, well, one, it's so inspiring to hear some of these stories of what God's doing. It'd be incredible to share them with the community at large. And I would just love for people who have invested so much in what we do as a church, to be able to connect the dots for some of those stories to become personal. So I think this is going to be incredible. And you mentioned, uh, Quinn, we would love to hear from people who are willing to share their story. Yes. So if you're interested, you can email podcast at journeycalway.com and let us know that you're interested. Um, Tell us a little bit about your story. We'll be happy to reach out and have a conversation and have as many of them as we can on the podcast. I think you're excited to be able to sit down and, and learn some of these stories from some folks.
0: Yeah, I am. I, I always enjoy meeting people, uh, getting to know them. That's one of the things that I've always done You know, since I was a little kid. And uh, it's just one of those things where it's an opportunity that's not intimidating. It's actually, I think, very welcoming and inviting. Uh, there's There are a ton of people out there that I'm sure would love to share their testimony or maybe they hear something in a message that Uh, you give and they would like to get up and say hey you know that's that's exactly what happened to me and so Mm -hmm. this podcast uh the idea behind it is it's going to be more of a you know welcoming thing instead of standing up in front of the whole church uh you're still going to be you know figuratively doing that it's just going to be in a little bit more uh, of a smaller uh, version so
1: it's a lot less intimidating doing it via podcast absolutely not
0: not everybody can do what you do matt get up there and crack jokes and (laughs) and perform a good message so I think people will be more comfortable with this format
1: yeah I, I think it's going to be tremendous and so you guys uh take a minute subscribe to the podcast we'll release one a month uh every now and then you might get a bonus one but you'll get at least one a month yes and i can guarantee you these stories are going to be inspiring they're gonna they're gonna help you out but god's i think god's gonna use these to help some people figure out what their next step is or to get through a difficult season in their life Uh, Because we've all faced stuff, and it's great to hear a story of someone who's on the other side, Mm -hmm. looking back and sharing some of the lessons they've learned. Now, Quinn, before we wrap this up, uh, I'm not going to let you leave without telling a little bit of your story. I think that's only fair that we start with you. That makes sense. Yeah, so you talked a minute ago about you're a little busy, and I I don't know why you feel that way about yourself. You're just a college student Mm -hmm. who also plays golf on Murray State's team. Yes. You also have your own podcast that you uh, host and produce. Yeah, so you, you've, got, you've got plenty of stuff going on in your life. Um, take me back real quick before we jump back to the present. Take me back. Tell me a little bit about your experience with God and with faith growing up. Did you grow up in church? What was that experience like for you? Of
0: course, yeah. Uh, I was more of a traditional upbringing as far as I was in church. We went every Sunday. Uh, you know, Sunday school, all those things. Okay. What? Whenever I was a kid, was that my favorite thing to do? No, I don't think it's any you know <laughs> sure. any kid's favorite thing to do. But we went every Sunday. We were in a good church. We were plugged into the community. Um, and and it's just one of those things where, as I grew older, I was I was wanting to become a little bit more independent. And uh, at one point, my life led me to the Journey Church in Murray, and it's one of those things where it just clicked. I was like, okay, this is where I feel comfortable. This is where I belong. This is where. I really understand the messages that are being presented. Uh, so, not to jump too far ahead, as far yeah. as skip a lot of the childhood stuff. But I was—I've always been around the church. Uh-huh. I've always had a relationship with God. I'm, you know, one of the babies. I was baptized, you know, before I can even remember it. And then, uh, at one point, I was just like, you know, what do I have to do to get baptized? Because I had already been baptized, but I finally made that decision myself on your own to own that. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to give my heart to Jesus, and uh, I finally just asked my parents. I was like, what do I have to do to become baptized? And mm-hmm. so. I, I've been baptized twice, so I don't know if that counts for anything but, <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it's just one of those things where i uh, I grew up and it was a you'd probably fit me in a, like a cookie cutter uh, you know upbringing as far as uh, being in the church
1: so you mentioned you know growing up as a kid that you were there all the time it wasn't necessarily engaging or enjoyable it sounded like not not the first place you want to go, which I can understand um, I think that was the experience of a lot of people who grew up in church yes it's part of what's driven our philosophy and our passion for children student ministry at our church is we want our kids dragging parents to church we want to love it that much can you talk a little bit about as you were growing up you know teen years whatever it may have been what was some of the frustration you felt what was it that made it difficult for you to connect and for it to be feel personal to you
0: well that's a really good question um Whenever I was younger, I mean, the things that I look forward to in church is like maybe they had donuts set out and I could, <laughs> right. I could eat a donut. Or whenever I was younger, maybe Veggie Tales was going to be played in Sunday school. Um, there were some things that got me excited to be a part of it, but I wasn't on fire uh, for, for my faith. And so I, it, was, it was something where uh, along the line, I just realized that this isn't something where you clock in and you clock out every Sunday or maybe you uh-huh. go Wednesday nights too. Um, it just kind of clicked, and I said, I, I really want to dive into these things uh, in, in, in a more depth as far as what it's presented at you know, the church and the, and the Sunday school because it's really easy to do those things and then you know, check, check off the list sure. and say, all right, I went. That's all I have sure. to do this, this uh, week for God. But uh, yeah, whenever I, was, whenever I was a teenager, it, it just kind of clicked where I knew that I wanted to grow my relationship with God. Uh, and it wasn't, you know, God's always there waiting for me to to approach that. But it was until probably I was 15, 16 years old before I was... You started
1: owning it yourself. I started
0: owning it myself, yeah.
1: So what difference did that make for you? Let's talk a little bit about what you did differently at that point, And what impact did that have on your life and on how personal God seemed to you?
0: Yeah, whenever you, I think, finally accept God into your heart, uh, it kind of takes away... As far as like you know, the little things in life, they sh- they don't bother you as much because you know there's a big picture. You know, God has your back and He's uh-huh. with you uh, and He's walking beside you. So it's it's one of those things where I, uh, I I just knew that I needed to grow in my relationship. And so whenever I whenever I, that first initial part, it was something where I felt more comfortable. I felt more at peace. It was uh, something that I, I it's hard to describe really. Like mm-hmm. whenever you ask the question, um, but. I think to put it into like maybe a simple phrase is I just was m- more calm. Uh, I knew that if I got into the Word, if I strengthened my relationship with God, then you would see that uh, you know, in other aspects of my life. Yeah. And It used to be one of those things where God was one of the things that I worked on and my life was the center. But whenever you really kind of turn that around and God's in the center and everything else in your life is, is coming off of that, then that's, I think, whenever, you, whenever I made the biggest step as far as uh, strengthening my faith.
1: That's a really interesting distinction, Quinn. So, listening to you talk, the way you just described it right there, are you saying that once you place God in the center, that you began to notice Him positively influencing all these other areas of your life? Right. Yeah. yeah. I used to.
0: I, I. It's hard to describe. It's more of a visual thing. I think it'd probably sure. be better. But this is a podcast, and I'm familiar <laughs> with that. You have to describe to the audience uh, that's listening what's going on. So. The way that I think about it is for the longest time, Quinn Eaton was right in the middle. Yep. And then I had, you know, school, golf, uh, religion, you know, popping off of, of that main topic, that, mm-hmm. that main center point. And so I finally realized that that's not, God is not one of those little things that's coming off of that center point. He is the center point. And so whenever I ever talk to anyone that is asking questions as far as how, how can they grow in their faith? and How can they become closer to God? I think that's one of the first steps you have to do is realize that God is not one of the things in your life. He is the main thing in your life, and everything else kind of comes from that.
1: Was it difficult for you to trust God enough to let him influence all of those other areas? And if so, how did you navigate your way through those questions or concerns?
0: Yes, Uh, the the thing about life is (laughs) I, I try not to be negative, but whenever things are going really well, I usually go, uh-oh, like, something's, about to, <laughs> something's about to happen. Right. Uh, and it's it's in those times where things are going well that you I, I realize you still have to praise God. And you know, a, a lot of people will be very quick to do it whenever something doesn't go well. They they go to God and fall on their knees and ask Him for help and forgiveness and all these things. But it's really one of those things that you have to do all the time, whether things are good or bad. And that, that that's you know, I, I saw those positive impacts. Uh, whenever I, like I said, put God in the center and uh, instead of thinking, oh, I've got to handle this myself. Like, oh, this is my problem. Right. Oh, you know, this, this uh, schoolwork that I'm doing, that's my problem. Uh, whenever you start to say, like, God, I, I need you to bless me with this. I need you to, I'm not saying don't study for a test and then say, God, I need you to help me with the answers tomorrow. I'm, the, I'm not saying sure. that. Sure. But, you know, you, you can definitely at least find a sense of comfort whenever you finally kind of say, okay, God, I need your help.
1: Well, what I think you've hit on there that's so crucial, and Quinn, I'm not sure that most people understand this. Um, How old are you? I am, I had to think about it, 22. You're 22 years old. So for you to have figured this out, 22 is pretty remarkable. Because what you just described was, you have discovered that it's not only okay, but it's helpful to invite God into every detail and facet of your life. So when you're talking about a test, for you to pray and ask for God's help as you're studying and preparing for a test is just you going, I don't want to go, this is a detail, but it's a detail that you think God cares about, so you don't want to go it alone. You're inviting him to be with you through that. Yeah. I think God becomes far more personal when we open the door and invite him in like that because he's not going to force his way in. But it sounds like you have figured out a way to view all of life through the lens of God is with you, and what's His perspective on this, not just your own?
0: Right, and it hasn't been necessarily an easy path because, sure. uh, you know, it would be nice to say it's all rainbows and sunshine and that I've been like that the entire time. Really, it's been in the past couple of years, uh, there have been a couple of events in my life where uh, I've felt helpless. I felt like, you know, I didn't know what to do, uh, a couple of things in you know, my academic career, and uh, you know, I, I, I I'm not meaning to brag or anything, but whenever I do play golf for Murray State, like whenever I came to Murray, I expected to do more as far as to, athletic, to be more successful athletic accomplishments. Yeah. And uh, I, I finally figured out because of a couple of events that happened uh, that, that, of course, in that moment were very negative. I was just like, okay, I, I've kind of been struggling with anxiety for my entire life, and oh, wow. it took it took those two things that happened to me to finally, you know, make that clear. And I, I said, Okay, that's that's whenever I finally was like, God, I can't do this by myself. He's been he's been walking with me the whole time saying, Hey, I'm here if you need my help, I'm here if you need me to do this for you, things like that. And I was always just like, No, I can handle it myself. But yeah, whenever the two things happened, um, and I think that's you know, that happens with a lot of people. There's there's a turning point in their life. Yep. So a pivotal circumstance. A pivotal circumstance, yeah. So that happened to me and that's whenever I was finally able to uh, kind of come to these conclusions that I've kind of presented in the past couple of minutes.
1: So so if I'm hearing you right, would you say some of your lowest moments have actually been some of the turning points then that have helped you grow the most?
0: Yeah, I, I look back on those things and of course like I said in the in the times that those those things occurred it was it was rough, it was yeah heartbreaking, you know, you asked a lot of questions. There were sure. there are a lot of questions where I was like, God, you know, why why are you not helping me? And I think that, you know, a lot of people can ask those questions in uh, you know, stressful times and so uh, it wasn't the fact that he wasn't helping me. It's that I wasn't going to him for help. So that's whenever I finally was able to turn the corner and, uh, you know, I don't want to knock, <laughs> knock on wood, but uh, things have been really well for me, just as, you know, in a, in a mental aspect and everything like that, as far as attacking those things that used to give me so much trouble.
1: Yeah. So, so that's one of the things about it. It's not like our labs get easier but navigating through them can become simpler if you're confident God's with you through yes. it all. And that's what I think you're saying you've discovered. Were there some people that God has, or, or still maybe is, uh, he's brought alongside you that he's used to help you grow in your faith and, and navigate through some of this?
0: Of course, uh, first and foremost, my family's always been there for me and they were the ones that you know put me in a, in a little tie and dragged me to church whenever I was younger. Sure. And, Uh, So my mom and dad, my sister, uh, has been pretty open about some of the things that she's kind of uh, experienced on her faith journey, and that's helped me. Uh, Also, uh, the girlfriend that I have right now, she's been uh, incredibly helpful as far as opening my eyes to some of the things. You know, whenever those things happen was sort of whenever we had just started to, to, you know, get together and, and date. And so she's been very, I mean, very helpful as far as strengthening my faith because she's gone through some things herself that... You know, she's, she's able to tell me like, kind of like how this podcast is supposed to work. She's been where I was in those mm-hmm. moments and she was able to help me through them. Um, and I plugged into a, a campus ministry, uh, professor that I, that I had, uh, Todd Broker. Um, he, he was able to, you know, take me under his wing and I still ask him for advice. He knows wise counsel. I talk to you of course, uh, as well, but, um, just having those people in your life where if you have a question, you can go and ask them and, uh, Plugging into that campus ministry, which I think is really important whenever you get to college. Uh, I think whenever you get to college, you can either stray away from your religion or you can really start to dive into it and, and experience it in a, in a more self-driven uh, way. So that those are the things that really come to mind whenever I think about how my faith journey was shaped. as my family? Uh, I've got a lot of friends that have been helpful, um, and through all of this, I've been able to help others that you know. Have, you know, that, that's that's part of the reason why I was I was kind of passionate about this podcast. I didn't I didn't necessarily have a lot of extra time to do it, but it was laid upon my heart and I said, "Okay, this is something that people in my life have been able to help me through whenever you hear other people's stories. And like you said, people that are on the other side, hearing their story can help you as far as navigating whatever you're going through at the moment in your life."
1: Well, that leads to one more thing I wanted to ask you related to that. You're you're 22. There aren't a lot of twenty-two year olds who are spending their spare time engaged in church, trying to help other people. But you have done and continue to do that. You serve at our church. You are busy. You, if anybody's familiar with college athletics, they know how little uh, margin and time college athletes have. It's a full-time have. job, really, on top of school. Yeah, that's exactly right. But in spite of all that, you have figured out a way to engage with our church and serve regularly. And then you, sent, you text me about this idea, and I text you back and was basically like, well, you know anybody who could host it, uh, you are a podcast host, right. and you said, you said yes to it. Um, just talk a little bit about why you've chosen to take the time you have to serve and give back in this way and what impact that's having on you.
0: Yeah, uh, I'd be happy to share that, and I just want to get it out of the way. In no way am I trying to plug my podcast that I have outside of this one. Uh, That wasn't the idea. Sure, yeah, we're aware of that. But, I mean, because I did that, it's given me some credibility as far as being able to host this one. So, uh, whenever you texted me back and said, hey, do you have any idea who could do it? Uh, I figured that you were kind of implying that (laughs) I should do it. And so, of course, initially I was like, well, you'd be really good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, trying to get some brownie points. But I I just wanted to do it, and and I've been active in the church just because I feel like that's where God has led me. I, I... I feel like it's what I'm meant to do and I help out as much as I can and whatever capacity is possible because I I have a lot of things on my plate, but kind of going back to what I said earlier, like God is that center thing. So Mm -hmm. all these other things coming off of that center point uh, that is my faith. And so giving back has really been fulfilling uh, for me. And I know that things have been kind of crazy in this past year uh, as far as serving on guest services, but that was always, the highlight of my week really is you know going and meeting new people and being able to you know tell them about the church if they've never been and so uh, this podcast is kind of maybe an extension of that I get to I'm gonna have the opportunity to talk to people uh, you know that I might have run into you know in in the daily service of church Uh, but it's going to be a more personal uh, I guess story that's going to be shared as far as whenever you're in passing with someone you don't have a lot of time but this is you know it's designed to be probably 15 to 25 minutes of conversation just hearing what their journey actually was. And so uh, I'm excited to do it. I know that it's it's considered, you know, helping out the church or, or, you know, providing a service for you guys. But really, I'm just excited and blessed with the opportunity to do it.
1: Well, that's awesome. All right, final question I have for you. Sure. For somebody who's sitting here listening to this, and they are right now where you were not so long ago. They've run into some obstacles. They've hit rock bottom. Um, maybe they're just overwhelmed with anxiety and fear Mm -hmm. and they're not sure where to turn or what to do. Yeah. What would you say to them? What advice would you give them?
0: Well, the, the most important advice that I could lend, which of course I'm 22, so I I don't know a lot about (laughs) life, but as far as, you know, from where I've gotten, uh, in those times, just surrounding yourself with people that love you, uh, being open as far as talking about what's going on and, uh, not closing yourself off is really important. whenever you start to talk about it you find that other people have experienced things that you have or you know they know someone that's gone through something and they can they can offer you know hey i'll connect you with this person you can talk to them about how to get through this time in your life so uh, my advice would just be to you know like i said surround with surround yourself with people that you love and uh, be open with your struggles and also just set some time aside to just talk to god because that's really hard to do in this day and age is turn off your phone turn off the tv i'm bad about it i'm not going to sit here and say that i'm perfect about it but whenever you do you know make time in your life in your schedule to talk to god and hear from god like you know you will hear from him Um, i mentioned earlier that i was like a knower as far as whenever god talks to me Um, there are a lot of different versions i think everybody has their own way that they hear from god so you know cutting out that time uh, i think to really get into the word or, or talk to wise counsel or just be quiet and meditate and listen. I think that's really important.
1: Well, thanks for, thanks for the impact you're making. Yeah. Thanks for the time you invest and thanks for sharing your story. I am really excited for this podcast and the way it's going to inspire and help others. And so I'm going to tag you now. You're, your host from here on out.
0: Yeah. Well, I was going to say you did a really good job. You might just want to take over because <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I'll be able to do as good of a job as you, but I'll, I'll do my best. I think it'll be really fun. Um, it might take me a couple of interviews to get the hang of it. Um, I'm a little familiar with interviews uh, because I have some podcast experience. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. And I'm happy to, I guess, you know, have the crown passed over to me as far as being the host for this podcast. I think it'll be really fun.
1: Well, I think it will too. So you guys make sure to subscribe to the podcast and we will see you next month for episode two. Thank
0: you for listening to this episode of Behind My Journey. If you or anyone that you know would like to have your journey featured on this podcast, send us an email at podcast at Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And if this message spoke to you, please help us spread the word and share it with others. Until next time, my name is Quinn Eaton, and this has been Behind My Journey.